If that opening harp sounds familiar to you, that's because it's from the song Focus by an R&B, an R&B recording artist, now I guess crossover artist, known as Her. And it's one of my favorite songs to decompress to. It's one of my favorite songs uh, to relax to, to just hear, because I think it's just so sonically, it's just so beautifully done. Uh, but more specifically, I chose this song because it really describes kind of where I've been in my relationship with God and and um, where my focus has been, actually. So I know it's been a while, months and months, but uh, I'm back and I'd like to share with you all uh, just where I've been and how God in this time has you know, called me to focus on him and, uh, and how I finally feel restored and rejuvenated and ready to share and, and try to do my best to keep up with the podcast like I did in the past. Uh, we're coming up on almost two years since I began this journey, and uh, I've just been blessed this whole time to, to have such a supportive community and to have such a space uh, to just share what God has placed on my heart. So here we go. family what's going on it's your host elijah and i am back with a brand new episode first of all let me say this happy new year to everybody i know i'm a little late in the game about four months three and a half months a little a uh, little late beyond new year but i still want to wish you all a happy new year and hope that everybody's uh newness and and goals and and focuses and uh paths of trajectory are going the way that you hope and if they're not going exactly how you envisioned or as as you hoped i i am prayerful that you know things will get better because they have to you know and, and you'll get on track in the way in which god is ordaining you to and with the focus that god is calling you to have so happy new year to all of you it is a joy to have the opportunity to share a space with you again i apologize for being gone for so long uh, but that's what some of this episode is about you know where i've been what i've been up to and uh how how focus was needed for me to kind of get back to this place of creativity uh and this place of of episode creation and and word uh the the title comes from a song as i shared in the beginning called focus by an r&b artist named her her from about 2016 up until about 2018 and even now was one of my favorite like uh neo 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 soul uh, r&b artists her now has more of like a, a a mix sound which we you know we're appreciative for versatility and creativity and things like that uh, but that first album that first initial album really did something for me sonically uh, i love the song uh focus because uh in it her is pleading with her lover or her person of interest to pay attention to the moment that they're sharing um to pay attention and be present to the needs that she has in that moment. Uh, I know that many of us have been both the person not paying attention and the person uh, needing to be paid attention to in those spaces. I can think of conversations I've had with friends and loved ones where uh, they were totally distracted while I was talking to them. You know, I had something I, I was sharing with my heart and felt just like compelled to say. And I saw that they were on their phone or their eyes were going around or, you know, they were just not really present. And, you know, I, I had to ask and be like, hey, can you pay attention or 
hey, what did I just say? Which is probably not a nice thing to ask people when you know they aren't paying attention. Uh, but I know what it feels like to feel like someone is not present with you in a moment uh, that you need them to be. I also know what it feels like to be the person who is not present for somebody in that moment. I know what it's like for my mind to wander. I know what it's like to be someone who's made, who's shifts the conversation back to me. I know what it's like to not uh, be present in the way that somebody needs me to be. And so spiritually in, in, in my soul, that song resonated with me in my relationship with God because I came to a space where I felt like my focus was not on him. I felt like I was not present with him in the ways that he needed me to be. He didn't just need me in church. He didn't need me just posting stuff on Instagram. And he definitely did not need me just making episodes. Uh, he needed me to come to a place of, of stillness and, and, and calmness and absent of distraction so that I could hear what it is that he needed to say to me about my own journey and the choices I need to make or I needed to make in that time and going forward. Uh, since I last made an episode, a lot of transition has happened in my life. I started a new job at a new place of work that I absolutely love. I now work with a program called Project Transformation DC, um, and I'm just so grateful for an opportunity for newness, uh, an, oh, a newer space of creativity, a newer space of focus. I feel so, uh, since beginning, I feel so um, free. I feel so energized. I feel so uh, unclouded. And I'm just so grateful for God opening that door for me. So shout out to my homegirl, Rachel Luna, who is also my partner in crime at Project Transformation DC. Uh, I I'm just loving it so far and I'm thankful for God. But I feel like the only reason something like that happened for me was because of my stripping down of distractions to focus. Um, so before we get started and before we go a little further, I like to open us up with prayer like we usually do. All right, will you all join me in focusing on the voice and the presence of the Lord? Dear Holy God, Lord, thank you. Thank you for another time to gather together, God. Thank you for this space. Thank you for the souls that listen and the souls that are to come. I thank you, God, for those who have been praying for me, who support me, uh, and those who I've yet to reach or who have yet to reach me, God. I, I pray that you bless them immensely, Lord, and that whatever the current concerns of their heart might be, that you would answer and speak to them, Lord. I pray that whatever distractions may be present in the lives of those who are listening, be it worry, anxiety, fear, doubt, confusion, uh, relationships that are tearing people away from you. Uh, jobs that are tearing people away from you, behavioral habits, addictions, and things that are tearing people away from you um, and taking their focus away from you, you who are the, who is the source of our strength, um, our life, our redeemer, our restorer. May those things be muted so that you may be paid attention to. May you bless your sons and daughters with the focus that they need, the calmness that they need, the stillness that they need, and the attention that they need to be directed towards you so that they may hear what you have, have to say and that you may be glorified, Lord God, and exalted and honored always. Lord, we thank you for an opportunity of newness. We thank you for being available to us, Lord, whenever we need you. And Lord God, we just pray that you would grant us the wisdom that we need to focus, to be wise, to do what it is that you've called us to do and the ways in which you've called us to do it now and always. Thank you, God. Hear the hearts of your sons and daughters addressing any need, any revelation, any innovation that they need from you. For your glory, most holy God, El Shalom, Elohim, Jehovah Jireh, Jehovah, Je Jehovah Rapha. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. And amen. I hope y'all kept your eyes open during that prayer. If you're driving, I don't have to keep saying it because y'all already know what it is. 
eyes up front and on the road. I've seen way too many accidents because of people with their eyes closed, looking down or looking or not focusing or not focusing, which is the whole point of our episode. Um, so, you know, I mentioned a little bit already just about uh, where I've been work wise. Um, again, I'm so grateful to the Lord for the opportunity to do something new, to do something creative, to do something just super dope. You know, something that aligns more with my passion. Um, Project Transformation is um, a faith based uh, nonprofit which focuses on literacy and learning uh, for, for children. Uh, we're based in Washington, D.C., but it is a national organization. Um, so you can learn more about that at projecttransformation.org. Um, and if you know people who want to apply, let me know. We're still hiring for the summer. And that short plug is done. <laughs> um, but y'all, you know, I've just been continuing with my goals of health. You know, I started slacking on that a little bit. Uh, just making sure that I connect more with my loved ones and in those relationships. But when it comes to God, one thing that I was not, or two things rather, that I was not being uh, cognizant of was making sure to stay in my word and to read it, not simply to regurgitate it, but to see myself in it. One of the most powerful things that I've ever heard someone say about the Bible is that it is not something for us to look at and make judgments on people about, but rather something to reflect humanity to us. So all the all the circumstances and stories and mistakes and 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 failings that we see and all the victories that we see as well from the folks that we look at in the Bible are not for us to look and pick apart, but for us to mirror ourselves into to understand, hey, they are sufferers of the human condition just like I am. So what does this say about God and God's redemptive qualities and God's restorative qualities and God's holy justice, which goes beyond our understanding of justice for my own life? What does this say about what God can do for me that God did for these folks? You know, or what does this say about the beliefs that I hold, the attitudes that I hold, the the, the biases that I hold or, or the any kind of isms and obias and all those things that I hold in which God is calling me to to uh, to um, rectify my life. What sins do I permit to dominate me? What addictions do I permit to dominate me to take the place of my God to steal the focus away? What it, are these texts saying to me? And so when I began to look at it that way, and I, I go through seasons of looking at it a certain way, not looking at it a certain way, looking at it a certain way and not looking at it a certain way. And I've noticed that the seasons in which I look at it more critically than holistically are when I have um, allowed my doubt and my fears and my anxieties and, and my worries and my frustrations to kind of take the place of who I know God to be in my life, to take the forefront of my focus, um, which leads me to a very pessimistic view. And I know that we're wandering that. But the reason I chose focus was based on a scripture that I read in a men's devotional that I have a couple of months ago that's just been sitting in my heart for a long time. And it's and it's kept me and everything from reviving my fitness journey to new creativity for the podcast. Y'all, I started boxing. That's been super dope. It is something I have never done outside of like hood boxing <laughs> where somebody to slap boxing with your brothers and your cousins and everybody and your, and your homeboys teach you how to slap box or you slap box each other. Um, and, and, with that, the reason I decided to take something like that on was because of this scripture, um, and it is Isaiah, uh, let's see, Isaiah 26, verse 3, and I'm reading it from the New King James Version, um, and the New King James Version says, you will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you because he trusts in you. You will keep him in perfect peace whose mind is stayed on you. Because he trusts in you. And for me, that was a call to refocus on God. 
I can talk about social justice all day. I can talk about my woes of being a millennial who is under crushing student loan debt and, and all the debt you can think of that millennials have to deal with and all the bills. And yes, these are realities of humanity, but who is God? And who am I to not acknowledge the, the God who has kept me and brought me through so many different circumstances and who has been good to me and who has covered me and who has covered my loved ones and who has blessed me immensely in ways that I recognize and in ways that I don't remember. Is God not good and present enough for me to give him the focus that he deserves because he is so worthy of it? He's so worthy of my focus. He's so worthy of your focus. He has kept us through the seen and the unseen. And so with that conviction, and it's so beautiful to be convicted by the Holy Spirit because the Holy Spirit's conviction is not like guilt. Guilt comes with it. I'm sorry. It's not like guilt. The, the conviction of the Holy Spirit is not like shame. Shame seeks to keep you. It seeks to remind you of the consistent mistakes that you make, the consistent failures that you have, the consistent uh, problems that you face where conviction says, hey, this doesn't feel right. And we know that it's not right. So how do we rectify and go forward? How do we take what we are feeling and unpack and, and, and look at it and, and take it to do something better or something greater? And I'm so grateful for God in that conviction because it got me back together. So with the conviction and the focus of the call of God to refocus, I've been able to do uh, just exceedingly and abundantly more than I could ever hope for or had imagined in that season. Uh, like I said, I began boxing, which was something I thought that I would never probably do. And I've had a good time with that. My trainer, uh, Victor Williams on Instagram, the boxing guy, uh, I haven't been to a couple of classes because I've been dealing with some uh, things, but you know, those are past. Uh, but, uh, you know, his persistence and and his uh, conviction about making sure to practice the techniques and learning how to do certain things has been helpful in my elevation and moving forward. My pastor um, has invited me into more of leadership role at at our church, and that has required me to have more of a focus. Uh, both of these things required me to have focus. God has grown me. And there is a connectivity with God. And I know as believers, you can understand this, that when you have your focus on God and, and you, you, you take time to really sit with the word and look at how it mirrors into you and into, into humanity, um, and see how God is calling us to take that and move forward. Uh, that is transformative. Not only is it transformative, but there's a power that you possess, a holy, um, kind of like a holy fuel that you possess where things don't really get to you as as easily as they would when you are when you are separating yourself from God um separating from prayer separating from fellowship with believers separating from the study of the word there is a significant difference in the energy output that I've had as well um my mood how I choose to love on people Everything in this season of refocusing and regrowing um, and reimagining, including episode planning, has been amazing simply by choosing to focus on God. Um, and how do we focus on God? Well, we are intentional about studying our word and not studying it from just a soul sense of like, I have to know the scripture. I have to know what this means. No, looking at something and seeing the role green tea lemonade from starbucks is amazing by the way that's what i'm that's what that was uh <laughs> seeing uh seeing uh where was i going with that i love that y'all get to hear like this on my whole thought process but uh um seeing who i am in this text in this word uh and seeing how it applies to the ways in which i can transform or re or reevaluate the things that i think or the, or the actions that i take which is super dope but it's also great to, to read more about like God's character revealed to humanity, 
you know, in the limited pages of the Bible, which is really helpful. It helps to, it helps you in thinking about how to pray, um, how to, what repentance looks like, what uh, certain situations that are in this text that you may uh, see within your own self and in your own life, how you can handle them. It's really, really rich. The Bible gets a bad rap, uh, sorry, rap, bad uh, rep, reputation, whatever, uh, because it's seen as a rule book. But when you really dive into it and you look beyond the things that make you upset and you look beyond what offends you and you look beyond, first of all, the whole thing should be an offense to humanity because of the ways in which we have acted to, towards God. In reality, the ways that people act in this book and in this Bible, except for, you know, a certain number of few, um, before it offends us about ourselves, it should offend us on how we chose to do God and the creation in which he chose us to be good stewards over. That should be the first offense. The second is more of an audacity for us to ever think too highly of ourselves based on how we chose to treat each other by way of this text. So it's not just to let me look in this book to see what offends me and how this person was mistreated in this color and this gender and this. These are important. Yes, absolutely. But the first offense is humanity's offense to God. Then how we offend each other. There's no one in humanity who is faultless. So for us to use that as a tool to pick apart certain segments and not ourselves is asinine. And it is not the way to go about doing things. And it's not right because it, it's not true to the entirety of the word. So that aside, it, it should convict us and convict you um, about ourselves. And but more importantly, transform. I think conviction leads to and should lead to transformation. Conviction is not a bad thing. It's a call to responsibility and a call to action. So in my refocusing, conviction played a big part. What was I not giving God? And how was what I not what I was not giving God? taking away from the things that I wanted to put out. Like I said, I didn't want to put anything out for you all that I didn't have within me. I didn't want to just sit behind this mic and just make stuff up and just talk about whatever scripture I turned to. No, I wanted it to have meaning and significance to me first. In the world of ministry and preaching, they say, it should preach to you first. It should speak to you first. Well, that's how I feel about the podcast. Um, and I'm grateful for your patience and support. I look on Buzzsprout to see that people are still downloading and supporting and it means the world to me. But um, Anything that we first dedicate to God, we must continue to give to God. We must continue to give of ourselves to God. We must continue to focus on God because focus will determine if we hit our target or not. It's like shooting at a shooting range or shooting a bow and arrow. You have the target. If you are not focusing and if your eyes are not to the front and what your target is, uh, you won't hit your target. That is the simplest analogy probably in the world, but it's so true. Um, and the same thing comes with God. You know, you can we can pick it apart and, and pick pick words and, you know, use Instagram memes to make people feel good. But it's not about feeling good. It's about who the Holy Spirit is. The Holy Spirit of God is calling you to be and who the Holy Spirit of God is in your life through the focus that you have on God um, intentionally. And how it can be transformative. Y'all, I'm not tell you, I'm in such a different space than I was this time last year, even almost two years ago when the podcast started. Like, I feel just so much better physically, spiritually. I'm not stressed out about work anymore in that in, in certain capacities. I'm not, you know, worrying about 
certain things, you know, check to check every five. I mean, I'm not rolling a dough, but I'm not living check to check anymore. Um, you know, I'm, I'm in a new environment with new energy and new life. And, and I'm looking forward to working, meeting, meeting uh, new children this summer and, and interns and just a, a new mode of life. I'm, I'm, I'm happy about the opportunities I have at church. I'm happy about the people I've been meeting and the, and the things that I've been severing and getting rid of as well. Um, I'm just so grateful. And all of that came by way of refocusing refocusing. I have a friend, my best friend actually moved down here recently uh, to begin his journey in entrepreneurship, not to begin, but to uh, to elevate and, and expand his journey into entrepreneurship and cybersecurity. But that only happened because he was able to refocus or to focus more so on the target in front of, in front of him of um, entrepreneurship, right? In order to do that, he had to focus, buckle down and say, these are the steps I want to take. These are the moves I want to make. This is what's going to happen. And so it happened. And now he's down here. You know, I can think of other friends, um, fitness goals that I've seen, uh, people, you know, also getting new jobs, moves that people have had. People I know become homeowners and you name it. I've seen somebody who's done it. But everything we seek to accomplish and every in every way we seek to be transformed, we must focus on God. And that's not a crack the whip type of focus. But there is a beauty about intimately knowing the creator of the universe, the one who wove you together, the one who wove the first of people together, the one who sustains and maintains and continues to create and breathe life to into our world, into our cosmos, into our galaxy, which I know is smaller than cosmos, into our solar system. I guess I'm going backwards here. Uh, but when you have that moment and that intimacy, the overwhelming presence of focusing on God by way of the Holy Spirit is just so beautiful. I mean, I've always brought to tears. There have been times I was in, y'all was in the middle of a treadmill workout and I just could not contain myself and was crying on the treadmill. Not, not boohoo crying, but I was so moved and so grateful um, that God had kept me. You know, God had helped me keep my sanity. God helped me to get on my feet and say, hey, you need to take care of your health. You know, hey, you need to refocus. And that um, only came by way of focusing on God's spirit. And if and if you're not in a place where the Bible is what you need right right, right now, begin to listen to messages on YouTube. I love pe- preachers and, 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 um, and the, and the uh, sermons they give on YouTube. Or you have people who do more of a conversational type of deal. Or you can start with music. Uh, or you can start with podcasts, you know. Or you can start with writing. You know, a way of focusing on God can be writing what's fully and truly and authentically on your heart. And I think that when we are our most authentic selves with God, God makes a way for us to get to our next, right? To get to our um, elevative state, to get to our evolution, to get to our clarity. I believe these things and I know them to be true. I know them to be true. So I encourage you today to focus on God. Focus, focus focus even when things things seem bleak and the road seems long and 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 cluttered and it has potholes um even when things seem uh even when you can't see what's in front of you when they seem hopeless when they seem unconquerable know that you are the product of a god who intimately cares about who you are and who wants to know you personally who wants you to know him personally who wants you to spend time with him personally that's the beauty of relationship with focusing and knowing god so focus my friends whatever it is that is seeking to keep you absent in a way and to distract you mute it put your phone you know take it take 30 minutes in the evening or a morning 
put your phone on the other side of the room so it's not an immediate distraction to you. Read your word, watch a video, write down something, listen to some music, be in prayer, do all those things. Uh, but do what you need to do to focus. Go on walks, meditative walks like I like to do and, and talk with God like you're talking to a friend. Talk with other people about God, you know, be it good in between or or just questionnaires. You know, take that time um, as a means of focus and, and connection and watch how things transform. Watch how your life changes. Watch how revelations come. Watch how uh, truth comes. Watch how energy is restored. In the name of Jesus, you will be restored through refocus and focus. All right. So my prayer to you is to focus on God. So from this place, go forth with a new focus with a new call to focus on God and by way of focusing on God, going to your next and going to your uh, to your new revelations, your new places, your new spaces, your new conquerings, your new accomplishments, your new victories in the name of Jesus. Amen. All right, y'all. I will see you soon. Have a great, great week. Uh, look forward to new episodes and love y'all very much. May God keep and bless you always. May his continent shine upon you always. And may you be restored, rejuvenated, and empowered by way of the Holy Spirit always. Amen again. Later.